Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to 2023, and you're kicking off on a great start with the Burgers and Brats podcast. Have a lot going on, lots happening in the sports world, a great college football semifinal, NFL season is coming to, down to its final week, and just a lot more going on. And we are welcoming my brother um, from the Press Room Podcast, Cooper Shepard. Coop, thanks for coming back on. What's going on? Appreciate you having me. Always a pleasure. Ready to talk some uh, football. Yeah, great, great start to your com- year coming on to the Burgers and Brats podcast. Uh, where can we find the Press Room podcast? Uh, the Press Room is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast, and you can follow us on Instagram at the.pressroom. All right. Uh, let's, I mean, let's dive straight into it. The college football playoffs. I, this is the first time since 2014, I think we've got two really great, I mean, even semi-coherent football games. Yeah. In the same yeah, night, this is the first time we had that great game with Michigan and TCU putting up the, I think, tied with the second most points ever in a college football playoff game. And then um, what may have looked like a Ohio State route early on, it turns out to be a great game with Georgia and Ohio State. All right, let, let's start with uh, the first game in TCU and Michigan. I mean, I, going into this, I mean, TCU did lose their co- conference championship. Uh, so we were like, okay, maybe they're not that good. Maybe they got lucky uh, throughout the season. And so maybe the, maybe they can handle with Michigan. Maybe they can hang with them. Maybe Michigan will just blow them out of the water. Michigan looked great against that win against Ohio State, just looked great all year. And that, this game just lived up to everything. Um, I, I wasn't I wasn't for sure who was going to win this game. Who would you have going into the game? I, I wasn't going to sit on anyone. I, I I I had Michigan. I did not expect TCU to come out and play like that. I'm not saying I expected it to be a blowout, but I definitely did not think TCU would be able to hang with them like they did. Yeah, I probably went back and forth. I probably said close game, but I probably would have picked Michigan as well. Uh, but I mean, just the start. What 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 did you take away from this game? Like, what did you think of this football game? 51-45, TCU gets the win first conference i mean first playoff appearance and they go to the championship game yeah tcu proved that they are uh, tough and they're physical that's everybody was talking about with michigan is is tcu tough enough to hang with them is tcu physical enough i think they proved it yesterday and uh um it's it's crazy if you would have told me tcu is going to be in the national championship before the season i would have been like what are you on like that's crazy and Do you know where TCU was finished to pick preseason in the Big 12? Like seventh? Seventh, yeah. Yep. Pick seventh in the Big 12, and they go on to play in the Natty. Uh, they went up 14 nothing on Michigan early. I mean, or they were up uh, 21, I think. It might have been 21 nothing, but definitely 14 nothing. And then Michigan got inside the five uh, at least three times. Two of them were yeah. turnovers. I mean, why are you running the Philly special? Uh, just pound the ball, get some points on your first drive, and then that one long pass play where maybe he was down at the one, maybe he rolled into the end zone. It it, it was probably a good call at the one from some of the angles uh, I saw, and then you fumble on the next play. You can only make field goals. And then second half, I mean, both teams just scoring, scoring, scoring at will. No defense showed up at all. Um, Some of the stat line, Max Duggan, 
I mean, he only threw the ball 29 times, 14 to 29, 225 yards, two touchdowns, and he had two interceptions. The defense, though, is, I mean, what saved him. They had two pick yeah. sixes. Yeah, two, yep. I mean, what McCarthy had, I don't think that many interceptions on the year. Uh, he had two, yes, or two the other day, two touchdowns, 343 yards on 20 of 34. So how much <clears throat> do you blame this game on Harbaugh? Or just TCU being good? Um, I wouldn't blame it on Harbaugh just because there was a lot of – I think those two pick sixes, like, cost them more than anything. Obviously, that's 14 points that the offense didn't have to score. I mean, that's that's a lot of points, like, in a playoff game and a game like that. So, I mean, I – but at the same time, there was some play calls that are, like, like, why are you doing this right now? Like, just go to what's worked for you guys all year long. So I, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, kind of holding your timeouts at the end, maybe that you can put on him. But I think – I don't really think you can put this game on hardball. Um, yeah, two big sixes. I, the first series, yeah, when they're going down to score, if he's the whoever the play caller, but just run the ball up the middle, guys. You pound him. I mean, they had that first play. First play, uh, run it for about 55 yards or so. Just yeah. you're inside the five, just keep pounding the ball. They weren't stopping it yet. Uh, but otherwise, you, you just got so unlucky. You just got so unlucky with fumbles and whatever, everything, um, missed tackles. But yeah, I think the CCU team apparently they're legit. They can play, hang with the big dogs, didn't even win their conference championship, and they're going to the college football playoff. Um, Michigan back next year. Um, I'm gonna say no. I I think they can. I, yeah, I think it's possible. I wanted to ask you, what did you think about that JJ McCarthy, uh, picture of him recreating the Stefan Diggs, like watching the celebration? I saw that. I mean, those pictures are pretty sick. I mean, it's gotta hurt. I mean, he threw two pick sixes on there. Uh, he he's gonna blame himself the rest of his uh career. Is he's gonna have nightmares about that game? I mean, they could have won that game. Yeah. Had a very decent chance, but it, it's a cool picture. Those are cool pictures uh, to see. I mean, I would use that just now big size, put it in your living room, use yeah. that as motivation. And room. now, if Michigan and Michigan does make it back, that picture will be looked back on and been like, he's been thinking about this since then. So, yeah, that yeah, was a cool picture and everything. Uh, anything else to add on the TCU Michigan game? Um, not really. Just congrats to TCU. I mean, First-year head coach going to the Natty's smallest school in the Big 12. I mean, it's cool to see, so we'll, we'll see what happens in the Natty. Yeah, I saw more TCU fans at that uh, playoff game than I've ever seen fill up their stadium. Uh, it's when I've been in two games at there. So that was that was pretty cool to watch. Um, let's go to Ohio State and Georgia. I mean, I thought this might be just a route. They were up 21-7, to I, I yep. believe. I, I, I didn't get to watch much of the first half on this game, but – um, George, Ohio State just cooking. See, this is a CJ Stroud I picked to win the Heisman. Uh, this is yeah. who we thought CJ Stroud would be. All this, that's exactly what I was like. I have not seen CJ Stroud play like that and be as mobile as he was, just moving around the pocket, making throws, stepping up, running when he needed to. Like, I have not seen that from Stroud all year long, mm. and obviously, he's capable of it. And I don't know why he waited till the, the last game of the year that really mattered to do it, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean we all know what he can do. Junior probably going to the draft uh, this year, probably top two pick. 
uh, behind Bryce Young. But, yeah, I mean, CJ Shroud, 23 of 34, 348 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, had a ton of uh, rushing yards. And um, Stetson Bennett, 23 of 34, so both exactly same, uh, same pass completion. 398 yards, three touchdowns, one interceptions. During this game, I was like, I'm 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 thinking to myself, why was Stetson Bennett invited to New York? I mean, I was thinking that before the game, but then during the game, I'm like, why is this dude invited to the Heisman ceremony? This guy is awful. over Hendon Hooker. Come on. Like he's 36. I he should not be out here right now. And then he goes down, leaves him on two fourth quarter drives and just uh, puts a dime in the basket uh, on that final touchdown play. Uh, we're, uh, I, I'm, 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 I was shocked that Georgia came back and won this game. I was just yeah, shocked. I, I'm not going to say I was shocked. I mean, I was definitely surprised, but I picked Georgia to win. I didn't. I honestly didn't think Ohio State would stay in it. Like I didn't think they'd come out firing because all year long they've started out slow, and that's what they needed to do. They needed to come out and start fast and that's what they did and it was a close game i mean they they had a lead most of the game obviously but they weren't playing from behind and then i i guess that's the experience of a georgia team that's just always like stetson bennett i mean he should have the experience like he's he's the oldest dude in college football you know i mean it's i guess georgia's just the better team and they they just figure out how to win ball games Yep, and then let's talk about the luckiest timeout call I think ever on the fake uh, punt. Yeah, on that fake punt, how we saw that or uh, just caught like that's that's that, that is that is football IQ at its finest from Kirby Smart. Like mm-hmm. that was that that's what I thought when I saw him. Like this dude really saw the formation and knew what was about to happen and called a yeah. timeout. Like that is that's impressive. I mean, they don't call that timeout. Ohio State wins this game. And I think also if Marvin Harrison Jr. doesn't go out, I think they have even a better chance to win this game. But honestly, throw all that out. I mean, those are two chances to win this game. But let's just talk about Ryan Day. Like, we don't – so we didn't blame Harbaugh for their playoff loss. I'm blaming Ryan Day for this playoff loss. You – I mean, you've got the ball, two timeouts – I think it's 39 seconds. I can't remember if you're already in plus territory or just uh, just about to hit the 50. But then uh, Stroud, I think Stroud hits that 20, 30-yard run with two yeah. timeouts left. Yeah, and then they just started passing. Yeah, so uh, 39 seconds left, two timeouts. You're on the Georgia, like, 40 or so. Uh, you, you start – you run one play – uh, you get a one yard, and then you just run uh, CG out, just chunks a deep ball just out of bounds so it doesn't get intercepted. But I just thought that was just stupid play calling. You've been cooking them, spread out the field, and just let CJ run at least. I mean, he's going to get you 10 yards a carry because um, yeah. they're going to defend the pass. They're in zone. <laughs> um, they're going to – they got men deep because they're not going to give up the deep ball. I, I, I'm blaming Ryan Day a lot for that final – uh, clock minute clock management. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's like they're playing like like they didn't have timeouts, and I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? But yeah, I, had, I don't know, I don't know. They had one or they had one two timeouts, and their run game hadn't done anything all day. Uh, besides CJ, uh, Hayden had uh nine attempts for forty three yards. 
So just to run him there, I mean, maybe get two, three yards at most. <clears throat> but to set up your kicker like that, where I I, I was I was telling the person I was with uh before uh you went out there to kick, I'm like, I would be the most nervous person. I would not make this field goal at all. Like I no way I'm making this field goal to send my team to the national championship because it's all on me. And then he probably went out there and kicked worse than what I would have done. So I mean, I yeah. think it's the coach's fault kind of for setting their his kicker up. Putting on that left hash too, not getting it kind of towards the middle of the field, and um, just not getting any more yards for your kicker. You got two timeouts and over thirty seconds left, so I'm blaming Ryan Day a lot uh, on that game. Um, I'll talk more about this uh, probably this week on a podcast. But who you got? TCU or Georgia? Georgia, a thirteen point favorite. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna rock with the favorite. Um. Not, I'm not going to be surprised if TCU hangs in there, though. Like, after – I mean, they prove they can do it. I know Georgia's a tough team. They're probably the best team in the country. But, like, 13 points is, like, I wouldn't be surprised if TCU keeps it close. But I could also see Georgia running away with it. But I got Georgia. Yeah, I mean, this TCU team has nothing to lose. I Hopefully they don't go into too much of a nothing to lose – uh, mindset where they just keep going for it on fourth down and not taking their points, but yeah, I think I think TCU can hang in definitely for a half. I mean, this Georgia team is not great. I mean, they're they're good, they're good, yeah. but I don't think they're as good as they were last year. Um, even though they're like what undefeated, so uh, but no, I, I, I think TCU I can hang in, but I think Georgia, yeah, it's too much. I think. But it would be now, fun to see TCU win. I was gonna say who now who do I want to win? I'd love to see TCU win. Like that that would be so cool. But I I just I'm not not sold on that happening. Yeah. And I love how I mean these smaller schools now, especially when we go to 12 team playoff, are just I think they're gonna be much more well prepared, have much more talent on the opposite sides of the fields to match up with these tougher teams, these teams who just only get five four-star guys. I mean, the transfer portal, portal NIL, I mean, that's that's the main reason TCU is in the playoff. Uh, just transfers, and I mean, they had Gary Patterson uh, getting his recruits in, uh, coaching them up. I mean, stars aligned this year for TCU. You got Max Duggan, uh, Quentin Johnson. So, I mean, I think it's going to be a fun few years in college football seeing smaller schools like this make the playoff. Yeah, I did not realize how small TCU was until yesterday. And I was watching the game, and they popped up on the screen. They have like twelve thousand kids, and I was like, "That's smaller than like UCO. Like that's crazy." It's a very, very small uh, Christian school, uh, but I mean, they're gonna be loud and big uh, this next Monday. So let's talk some Sugar Bowl of the Big Twelve Championships. The team that beat TCU, Kansas State, gets pummeled. By Alabama, uh, forty-five to twenty. Uh, this is a little shock to you? Not at all, not at all. I think that they played a very good game against TCU, obviously. But Alabama, they wanted it. Obviously, Bryce Young didn't opt out. Will Anderson didn't opt out. They wanted this game. So I, I, and obviously Alabama. Yes, they didn't make the playoff. They didn't live up to the Bama standards like we're used to seeing. But it's it's Alabama. And I wasn't I wasn't gonna pick Kansas State to beat Alabama. So I I really did think that Kansas State could hang in and even win this football game because I didn't think Alabama would want to be there. 
But then I was like, oh, yeah, Nick Saban was begging his players or begging the media to put him in and everything. So I guess they did just want it a little more. Bryce Young, 15 of 21, 321 yards, 15 of his five or five of his 15 completions, touchdowns. This man, this man has uh, solidified him as himself as the number one pick, I believe. I agree. Uh, Will Howard got the start, eighteen of thirty-five, two hundred ten yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. They didn't. They didn't really let Deuce Vaughn cook. Twenty-two attempts, hundred thirty-three yards, one touchdown. So, uh, not. I mean, de- decent day by running back, but you need a lot more from Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, well, one of those was an eighty-eight-yard touchdown. So, it's true. And they did not get him involved in the uh, passing game at all. He's usually a big part of the passing game. And I, for that reason, I bet him over receiving yards, and it didn't happen because he didn't have one reception. He didn't have one? did not have one reception. Yeah, that just bad, bad game plan uh, by K-State there. Um, Alabama, maybe they'll be back next year. And then let's see, some other games we had. Notre Dame, South Carolina. That was a great game. Yeah, that uh, Notre Dame. Game. I mean, they were down by double digits. I think multiple times in this game. South Carolina. I mean, great, pretty good team. Shane Beamer's got them living up to pretty good standard. Uh, did lose forty five thirty eight. Uh, Spencer Rattler. He could stay another year. Maybe they run it back in uh in Columbia. He had tw- he threw the ball forty six times the other day. Twenty nine of forty six, two hundred forty six yards, two touchdowns. One interception. You probably need a few more touchdowns if you throw the ball forty six times. Yeah, uh, in a football game. Oh, what are your thoughts on the Notre Dame and South Carolina teams at the end of the year, end of the season? Uh, I think South Carolina. I think it would be in Spencer Rattler's best interest to come back into the year because I think they've got something. I think they've got something good going on in, in uh, South Carolina, and I think they could be a good football team. Obviously, they ruined my Tennessee Vols uh, playoff chances, so I'm not a big fan of them for that, but. And they also did it to Clemson. So, I mean, I, I I think they could be good if they can get all their players back. And, I mean, uh, as far as Notre Dame goes, I, was, I think this was their backup quarterback. Or I guess he's, he'd been their starter all year, but their, uh, their starter got hurt at the very beginning of the season. And he somehow threw three interceptions, and they still won the game. I'm not sure – not sure how that worked. I didn't. I, I was just keeping up with the game on my phone. I wasn't actually watching it. I watched like the very end of it. But yeah, I know Carolina had a pick six. They may have had two. Um, I I I missed the second half. But I mean, South Carolina was cooking in the first half. I didn't. I didn't see much second half, so I wouldn't know. Interesting, but I mean, no, obviously Notre Dame was kind of disappointing this year. They lost Brian Kelly, new head coach. I think I think they'll get back to uh, 10, 11 wins. And obviously with 12-team playoff, I wouldn't be surprised to see them there in, in the future. So, uh, Yeah, I think – yeah, South Carolina, I think, did surpass expectation. I think it would be better for Spencer Rattler to come back. Uh, Shane Beamer is looking like he can coach some football. Um, and I think this South Carolina team can maybe contend next year for the SEC, I mean, at least till the final weeks. Notre Dame – I did think it was a disappointing season in the beginning of the year, but yeah. they rallied some big wins. They had some stupid losses that they shouldn't have, especially to Stanford and uh, Marshall. Uh, almost beat Ohio State at home that first game of the year. So, I nine and four, 
not great for Notre Dame standards, but I think a good year for Marcus Freeman to build upon. You got a good recruiting class coming in. Uh, quarterback, it's only a sophomore, so start next year probably. I, I think this team can definitely build upon in Notre Dame. I think both these teams are pretty good set, pretty well set for the future. I think Marcus Freeman is the right guy. Um, slow start, but I think they really picked it up, got some good wins, and I think I think both teams are heading in the right direction. Did you see that? Speaking of South Carolina beating Tennessee and Clemson, uh, game we're about to talk about, uh, did you see the plane that flew across? Uh, South Carolina fan said, enjoy your bowl game or whatever, go Gamecocks. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, I thought that was funny. And uh, Cooper, to be honest with you, I did not think – Tennessee stood a chance in this game. Uh, yeah, I, not a lot of people did. Not a lot of people did. If Hendon Hooker out, I mean, I didn't watch, I mean, their last game, but I mean, they kept it close with South, South Carolina with their backup with Milton. Um, Dabo, I was rooting for Tennessee. I'll, okay. I was rooting for Tennessee. I love seeing Dabo lose. Uh, but great win by your Vols. I mean, especially building off for next year. Speaking of teams that are set for next year, Tennessee. Uh, is they are set for the future. I'm excited. We got uh Joe Milton. Obviously, he'd been the backup all all year. He started out last year as the starter. Hendon took the job, played all last season. Decided to come back as a backup. He knew he was going to be a backup. He decided to ride it out, which does not happen often at all with the transfer portal. Uh, and he'll he's the guy next year. So I mean, he's this will be he'll be a senior next year. So he's a little older. He has experience. I'm excited. And as far as the bowl game goes, I was not as confident as I, I didn't expect us to do that. I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. Like I picked us to win out of bias, obviously, but I didn't expect like Clemson has a good defense and they had no opt outs mm-hmm. and we just played a good tough game of football and I I mean obviously as a Vols fan I love to see it. Yeah, I mean I did see that Clemson uh missed they missed a few field goals, I think two or three. Yep. Yeah. And just couldn't capitalize uh down the stretch. Yeah, Milton says he's a senior. Is he coming back? Yeah. Super senior. A COVID year. Yeah. And then Hooker's gone in the NFL. Yep. Cause he's like 74, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a six-year. That's Benner should be going to the retirement home soon. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be I think Hooker will be 24 by the time he gets drafted. So all right, not as old as I thought he was. But, uh, yeah, great, great impressive win by Tennessee over Clemson. All right, final game. Let's just talk real quick. Oklahoma versus FSU. I have to talk about this. Um, Really didn't, didn't have any expectations for this Oklahoma team going into this bowl game. Uh, you, You're facing a top 15 team. You went 10-3. Had, they had zero opt-outs in this game. Yeah. You was missing four of their – five offense linemen, uh, seven guys on offense, a few guys on defense. Uh, and offense looked great. Offense looked really good. I think offense, Dylan Gabriel, have really shined the last few weeks uh, of the season. Uh, just got to air out some kinks in there. Uh, but I think they're set for next year on offense. Uh, Marvin, Marvin Mims comes back. Yeah, they're they're golden. Fresh with Two freshman running backs, they played this game. Ball. I mean, Barnes and uh, – can't remember Shaw check um, over like hundred yards, a few touchdowns. Defense though, you, you hope Brent Venables can pick it up. I mean, that's he's no yeah. defense. I mean, he, he got a top five recruiting class. 
which something Lincoln Riley or Bob Stoops never did. Uh, you got transfer portal guys coming in left and right. You just hope that this team can pick it up on defense because if they can, this team is going to be very dangerous. Um, six and seven on the year for OU. First losing season in 23 years. That's uh, that's not good. I mean, I I hope to say they're in the right trending in the right direction. I don't know. I'll have to see after the first few games. Uh, you'd like to think so uh, with Brent Venables and just all the recruits that he's getting, but I really don't know. Um, Florida State, on the other hand, I think they're looking really good. Jordan Travis come back another year. Jay Norvell, uh, good head coach. So I think Florida State uh, didn't look as good as I thought they would in this bowl game, but I, I think they're going to be good in the future. Yeah, I was very confused on why they matched up a three-loss number 13 team with a 6-6 six and six OU team. I wasn't TV quite ratings. why they did that. TV ratings. So I am impressed with how OU hung in the game. So that, that was impressive, it was especially with all the opt-outs they had. And they, they made it a game, and it was a game till the very end. So I I would like to think that OU's headed in the right direction as well. I would hope so. Obviously, first-year head coach, rebuilding, but getting recruits, getting new guys, new system, like – I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say OU, OU's getting better. All right, I hope to hear it from you. I just didn't want to put that bias in from me out there, so getting it from you. All right, all right. Let's talk some NFL uh, for the last few minutes. Uh, final week or second to last week in the NFL, some games that happened. Kansas City escapes Denver, um, 27-24. Detroit putting up some offense, forty-one ten over Chicago. New England defeats Miami 23-21. That is big because now New England has that final spot in the wild card game over Miami. New Orleans beats Philadelphia 20-10. Huge because Philadelphia still does not have the one seed locked up or the NFC East. Yep. Uh, Tampa Bay beats Carolina. Tampa Bay has now won the NFC South, and they are a lock for the playoffs. Old man Brady in the playoffs. Oh. Yeah, uh, and then uh, the New York Giants clinch a playoff berth with a 38-10 win over Indianapolis. Uh, Green Bay, playoff hopes still alive if they haven't made it yet. 41-17 beating over Minnesota. And the Chargers clinch a playoff berth, 31-10 over the Rams. So let's dive into the playoff picture right now. Number one seed, Kansas City. And I'm sorry, but... I am I am not on the Kansas City hype. Uh, you almost lose twice to Denver. My 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 Denver Broncos, especially after we just washed or washed out our awful head coach. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not a fan. I, I'm not I'm not on the hype train of Kansas City. Are you? Um. Yes, I am, and I'll tell you why. Uh, every t- I speaking of the Chiefs and Broncos, I don't know why, but every time. Because I've I've always loved I've always liked the Broncos. Obviously, I'm a Tennessee fan. Peyton Manning was there for a while. I always kept up with them when I was a kid. Even back then, every time I watched the Broncos play the Chiefs, either the Broncos won or it was close. Like it was I never I've like I can't remember seeing a Chiefs like blowout. I don't know why. I don't know why that's always a close game. I but, I can remember the year the year we won the Super Bowl. We got beat to hell by the Chiefs. And they had a bench, bench Peyton Manning bringing off Brock Osweiler. It was awful. Uh, that's when Peyton Manning got benched 
uh, for a few games. That's how bad we got beat by them. But yeah, otherwise, you're right. Uh, pretty close game. But yeah, I, I think the Chiefs will be just fine. I I I got to make in the AFC Championship. I I think yeah they they will. There's too many weapons. It's gonna happen. Uh, right now you got the uh, Eagles as the number one seed. Do they hold on to the one seed? Are you on the Eagles train? I'm on the Eagles train. If Jalen Hurts is I am, and I think Jalen Hurts has proved that he's the most valuable player to his team because Gardner Minshew obviously played these last two weeks. They haven't won the last two games. Who do they play next week? They play. I will tell you in one second. And do we know if Jalen Hurts will be back next week? He should be back next week. I think if Jalen Hurts is back, ending their opponent, I, I think they'll, if they get the win, they'll be fine. They play the Giants at home. At, okay, at that's home. that'll be a good game. Um, Maybe the Giants John, play everyone. Yeah, he might rest. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, it'll probably depend on what what else happens, but yeah, I'm on the Eagles train. I, th- I think I think they'll uh, they'll do good. All right, and then um, Hey, staying in the AFC, Buffalo, the two seed right now, uh, is pretty much locked up. Cincinnati at the three seed, they look really good. Cincinnati, they do, good. they do. Jacksonville four, uh, haven't clinched yet, uh, but should uh, or they they play Tennessee for the division next week. So Jacksonville versus Tennessee for the division next week, and uh, Jacksonville looked really good this week against Houston, putting up thirty some odd points. Uh, five, you got Baltimore. They locked up a playoff spot. They're playing right now against Pittsburgh. They're up uh, 10-3. Uh, Chargers locked in a playoff spot, number six. And then seven, you have the final final, final wild card spot. You have New England. But you have Miami tied right behind. Pittsburgh wins tonight. Probably we won't know. Uh, they have a chance. Uh, they are be tied for that last playoff spot. And then uh, – Tennessee, so they, I guess Tennessee's still not out of it, so they could win too. That's yep. the AFC. In the AFC, who do you like? Getting, who do you like winning the AFC South? You got Jacksonville Titans, and then who do you like getting that seven or that seven seed? So New England, their last game is at Buffalo. Miami plays the Jets. Pittsburgh plays Baltimore, or I guess they're playing right now, so doesn't have their next game yet. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, for the division, as far as Jaguars and Titans, it pains me to say because obviously I'm a Titans fan, but like no bias here. Like the Jaguars are a better team. I think we can both agree on that. We got Joshua Dobbs starting at quarterback. I just, I don't know. I, wow. I think the Jaguars pulled out. I agree with you on that. And then that seven seed, I'm gonna say the Dolphins get it done next week. Yeah, we'll have to see uh, if Buffalo plays their starters. Who knows? They might play them for a half or so just uh, to keep them fresh. Um, for that first uh first round, but yeah, I, I like Miami. I mean, Jets are they're cooked. Uh, they've been yeah. cooked the last few weeks. I don't think I don't even know who's gonna be their starting quarterback that final week. Uh, but yeah, I like Miami. And that's good for me because I got Tyreek Hill in fantasy, so hopefully they just throw it to him the whole time. All right, and then the NFC, 
Oops, that. Number one seed Philly. Two, you got San Francisco, who's like, he's only got four losses on the year. And this is Brock Purdy cooking. No one's yep. talking about this anymore, but that's Brock Purdy cooking them. Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, they look phenomenal. Uh, Minnesota uh, at three, Tampa Bay at four. So the NFC, all the divisions are set, everything's set besides that final uh, wild card spot. Dallas, you got at five. And I guess. Um, I guess that uh, that division is a complete set, but both teams are making the playoffs is what I mean. Yeah. And then Giants at six. And it, so the NFC beast is doing great right now. And then number seven, that seven seed, you got uh, Seattle right now, but you got Detroit and Green Bay. Those three teams are the only three teams that can make it. Seattle, Detroit, and Green Bay. Green Bay. Seattle, you play the Rams. Baker Mayfield's look good. Didn't look great today. They kind of got cooked. It just wasn't their day. Uh, but they play the Rams. Uh, Detroit plays at Green Bay. Um, I will definitely be watching that game. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's a winner-loser game right now. 8-9, yeah. Detroit and Green Bay. You don't win in Green Bay in the middle. I mean, it'll be January now. But yeah. Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers are 17-1. and one together in december and january yeah and yeah for that like i want to see the lions make it so bad i mean they have such like they've they've played so tough they've come back they've i mean they've they've been playing some good ball but i just can't bet against future hall of famer aaron Rodgers and lambo like I, I just can't man i hope i hope baker ends seattle's journey man i i hate seattle so uh i hope baker ends their chances and i mean you do want to see uh, Aaron Rodgers make it. You want to see him win another ring because, I mean, he's only won one. He, he should have yeah. won that, but it would be awesome to see Detroit. But I think ratings-wise and everything, you want to see Green Bay. You don't want to go play there uh, in yeah. Green Bay during the playoffs, but uh, I think everyone wants to see that. So, uh, oh, I don't know who I got. I think it's either Seattle or Green Bay. It, it's one of those two teams, but – I'm 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 gonna go I'm gonna go Green Bay. So you think uh Rams beat Seattle next week? Yep. All right, so we're both going Miami. I I think I might take Seattle, but uh I, Green Bay will be my second choice. So uh it's it's gonna be a good I mean everyone's gonna be tuning in to watch those two games <clears throat> or those uh few games that we have going on <laughs> uh, next weekend to decide the playoff uh seating or the final two spots um quickly who you got in the super bowl uh afc nfc super bowl um i'm going to go bills and this is bold but out of the nfc actually i okay i was gonna say bucks just because like i but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go Eagles. I'm gonna go Eagles. I I just think this is this is their year, and I think they go. I think they make it. You know what would be awesome? I think I think I'm picking the Eagles out of the NFC. But I think I really do think that San Francisco can uh, make a run. Uh, I agree. Is built really really well. I agree. So I both going Eagles, but it would be awesome to see Joe Burrow face Jalen Hurts again. In a big time bowl like this, or a big time game like this, I mean, just like OU and LSU in 2019, I, I think if Buffalo gets that one seed, I'll pick Buffalo. 
But I think it, it's sort of win at Kansas City. But I do really like I do like the Bengals. I do like the Bengals. I like what they're doing. I I really like, I I'm loving what Joe Burr is putting out. But I think I'll go Buffalo. I mean Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I'll I can go see Cincinnati. it. I can see it. I they got a lot of good weapons. They've just been cooking a lot. So going Cincy and Eagles, but hey, we both got Eagles, and I mean, obviously, I think one, two, and three in the AFC are going to be the teams that make the Super Bowl. That's pretty. Yeah. All right, Cooper. Uh, thanks for uh, coming on the podcast. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me on. Always fun. We'll do it again sometime soon. Yeah, I mean, hopefully not another year. I I guess I can't make another year joke. I'm like to see you next year because I mean it's already 2023. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, <clears throat> thanks for coming on. Where can we find the press room? Press room wherever you get your uh podcast, and you can follow us on Instagram at the dot press room. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, everyone. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, <clears throat> Thank you all for listening. Make sure you follow Burgers and Brats on any platform, any streaming service, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, anywhere you get your podcast at Burgers and Brats. Stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And hopefully you just watch on YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Happy New Year.